Welcome to Getting Through It, where we're here to help you get through it. I'm John Buery, and as always, I'm with viral sensation, Dr. Lucy Jones. Did you know that this podcast is made possible by just small donations from individuals just like you? Would you consider sponsoring too? Because with your support, we can continue to provide this weekly insight and support for you. It's simple. Just go to patreon.com and search Dr. Lucy Jones. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And now let's get to it. It's been now over a year since COVID-19 was first detected in the United States. More than 400,000 Americans have already died from the virus. Vaccinations are now being rolled out with excitement, but there's something else happening too. As experts and scientists are learning more about the virus, they're discovering new strains of COVID-19. This raises a lot of questions about the vaccine and the virus itself. Today, Lucy, let's look at the COVID-19 virus and what we need to know as the vaccines are rolling out as it relates to viral mutation. People want to know what this vaccine does and doesn't do. Can you explain that to start? Well, actually, we need to start farther back than that. We need to look at what it means to be sick with any infection. That means something else is growing inside you. If it's a bacterial infection, there is a cell that's living inside you and reproducing itself, using your body to reproduce. To do that, it grows, the DNA inside the cell makes a copy of itself, and then it splits in half with a complete copy of the DNA in each new cell, and they go on to make more copies. The viruses are actually lazier. They are just the DNA coded in protein. They hijack your cells to do the work of reproduction for them. This is the basics of what I learned in my sophomore biology class. I remember the teacher asking us to argue for or against whether a virus was alive or not. And because it didn't have a cell, it was not. Right. And so why does reproduction matter? First, it's only when there are a lot of copies of the virus around in your body that your immune system gears up its response. That's actually why you're really contagious just before you get sick. The virus gets in there, makes lots of copies. You have a big load. Your immune system then kicks in. And when you feel sick, that's actually the immune system responding to this. Your average positive COVID nose swab might have a million or more copies of the virus. There's going to be trillions of them potentially in your body. Second, sometimes the copier doesn't work quite right. And as the virus makes a copy of itself, a mutation shows up randomly. If the mutation makes that copy of the virus less effective, it's not going to survive and stay around. But if the mutation makes the virus more successful, it's going to be the copy that replaces the others. Okay, so now we know how the virus works. How does the vaccine work? How does it protect the person who gets it? Okay, your immune system responding to the presence of that invader is making antibodies that come in and literally hook on to part of the virus. Both it labels it for destruction, but it also keeps it from getting into you. In the case of the coronavirus, there are spikes on the outside of the virus. That's why it gets the name corona, which means crown. It's what you see in all the pictures. And it's those spikes that get in and latch onto your cells and move in. But it's also the place where the antibodies latch onto the virus. So these spikes are how your immune system recognizes that the virus is an invader. The vaccine is something that is close enough to the virus 
that your body learns to create antibodies that will also take out the virus, but not so close as to give you the disease. These new mRNA vaccines that are coming out, the ones that have to stay so cold, they're taking a trick from the virus's toolkit. Instead of putting a benign virus in you that's carrying these messages, how most vaccines work, the mRNA vaccines are only giving you the little bit of RNA that creates the spike. And just like the virus, it moves into you, goes into your cell, and uses your cell to make those copies. So what we're getting with these mRNA vaccines are the spikes, so the antibodies can be formed to respond to that, but without the complete virus ever being in your body. So you're not injecting the virus. I think a lot of folks have that misconception. Well, the older types of vaccines did inject a virus. That's what's cool about these mRNA ones. You don't have to put a virus in. Can you explain why you need two doses and they have to be 21 days apart? Okay, well, your immune system always responds more intensely the second time you're exposed to something. Think about your childhood vaccines. You usually got two or three doses, right? And some of them you need to have a booster coming along later. So it's if anything, it's really an assumption that we need the two and you need to show that only one is going to be enough to not give the second one. You know, if we had had more time on this, the sort of longer scale vaccine testing that usually goes on, we would know whether one was enough because one of the control groups would have had just that. But we don't want to take the time for that right now while people are dying. So we're going to assume we need to, maybe in the long run, it'll get cut down. Maybe we'll end up saying we need three or we need boosters. So if that's how the virus works, and then this is how the vaccine works, what happens when the vaccine encounters a mutated virus? It's probably still going to work. It does depend on what has changed with the mutation, right? So we're, we're dealing with just these spikes and that those spikes are what make the uh, virus hook into your cells. If the mutation makes the virus more contagious, as they're talking about, that does probably mean someplace on the spike has changed, making it easier to hook into your cells. But luckily, our body doesn't create just one antibody for this one virus. Right? There are lots of proteins on the spike, and your immune system creates antibodies to all of them. If one of them changes, even if that's the one that's making it more effective, there are still all of those other proteins there that your immune system has has recognized, and it's still probably going to be taking it out. So it's going to work most of the time. If there's enough mutations that enough parts of the spike have changed, then there's the possibility that the vaccine will not be as effective as it would have been on the others. That's what they're suggesting with the South African variant. You know, so it might be that in the long run, we will mutate to something we, that doesn't work with the current vaccine. Right now, it doesn't look like that's the case. But the cool part of this is, is that because of the way these vaccines were made, they could potentially be changed to attack the new variant with you know only a couple months or so of work. They wouldn't need to retest everything because they're just changing that little bit of the RNA message that they've been able to see is now different. What should our listeners do when they hear this information about how it works? When I learn all this information, I look at it and say, number one, I want that safety for myself. And I signed up as soon as I could. But I also want my community to do better. 
And we aren't going to get out of this economic disruption, out of these deaths, out of this fear until enough people have been vaccinated that the coronavirus isn't a serious threat to our society. That's going to be the only way we can fully reopen. So here's a place where you can do something that's good for yourself and good for your community all at the same time. Don't panic because you can't get the vaccine immediately, but get it as soon as you can. That's great advice because it looks like this is going to be an issue that's with us through this year. And unfortunately, again, the next time a virus like this emerges, which experts say will likely be in my lifetime, having this many humans on the earth means we're pushing into the natural habitat of other mammals that carry viruses that can mutate to infect humans. So until next time, I'm John Puery with Dr. Lucy Jones and you getting through it. Getting Through It is a production of the Dr. Lucy Jones Center for Science and Society. Visit us online to get past shows and become a sponsor at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search Dr. Lucy Jones. Our music is performed by Josh Lee and this closing music is written by our own Dr. Lucy Jones. <laughs>